The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to Hempresent. Our radio resident hempo-sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hempresent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, the weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in CHC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, in its 25th year, founded hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Transmitting from a hempcrete fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hemp Present is Betty Aldworth, the executive director of Students for Sensible Drug Policy, who will be with me in about 60 seconds. This is my first show since the disturbing upset election of Donald J. Trump as the 45th president of the United States. Well, I didn't vote for the man, nor do I really support his administration, I condemn in the strongest way possible every single act of violence and property damage being perpetrated by an irresponsible faction of anti-Trump protesters and possible provocateurs. We managed to turn 100 years of cannabis prohibition around without any violence at all. We're playing into the hands of authority every time we resort to violence to oppose an idea, a candidate, or to make a political point. The recent presidential election brought with it a mixed bag of conflicting possibilities for the cannabis community. Historic victories have been made on the state level as eight of nine cannabis ballot initiatives won. 
In addition to Colorado, Alaska, Oregon, and Washington, California, Maine, Massachusetts, and Nevada will now be states where ganja will be sold over-the-counter in retail outlets. Voters in Arizona rejected recreational cannabis, but thankfully said goodbye to a longtime anti-cannabis crusader, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Alaska, or excuse me, Arkansas, Florida, and North Dakota now join states with legal medical cannabis and are added to the other states that have some form of legalization, namely Alaska, Arizona, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington, and Washington, D.C. Wow. How this new neocon and alt-right administration is going to approach the issue of cannabis is a sobering yet unanswered thought. What we know for sure is that we reform movement activists will not be slowing down because of these victories. We are fired up and will be ramping things up to the next level. All across America, in every community, there are activists, entrepreneurs, and advocates working to free the weed from the insanity of prohibition. That is my family. This is my community. Those are my comrades. Don't just listen. Join us. Join us. Are you a student somewhere in the world? Anywhere in the world? Among the organizations working to oppose prohibitionist policies is Students for Sensible Drug Policy, or SSDP, a nonprofit advocacy and education organization based in Washington, D.C. First founded in 1998 by a small group of students from Rochester Institute of Technology and George Washington University, SSDP functions through somewhat autonomous chapter networks in universities, colleges, and high schools around the world, promoting student and teacher activism for change in policy and attitudes toward marijuana prohibition, drug use and drug abuse, and drug policies. As of July 2014, there were more than 200 chapters of SSDP worldwide, with the largest concentrations in the United States, Ireland, and Austria. But we're going to start to expand that list here today. Betty Aldworth has served as Executive Director of SSDP since February 2014. She's joining me today on Present. Welcome, Betty, to Cannabis Radio. Vivian, it is such a pleasure to be here with you today and to be able to chat about what SSDP is going to um, prioritize in the coming in the coming years and the the incredible successes that we've had since uh, that 2014 200 chapter stat you just gave. We have so much to cover in 22 minutes. Let's start with why you were drawn to Students for Sensible Drug Policy, and as executive director, what are your primary goals for the organization? So. I've been an activist and advocate in a variety of different social justice spaces for essentially my entire life. Um, some of my fondest childhood memories are going to the nuclear testing facility in Nevada and protesting with my dad or signing letters against apartheid when I was a teen. It was really easy for me to see the value that is brought by elevating the youth voice in the drug policy reform movement. I had been doing a lot of work in uh, marijuana policy reform in Colorado for Amendment 64 and then with, uh, nationally with the cannabis industry, National Cannabis Industry Association. But SSDP spoke to my heart in a different kind of way. You know, we've got thousands of young people who are really speaking with their own voices about the harms of the war on drugs and how they'd like to shape the future. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so ready for the vision that they see to be our reality. And, and so that was a really compelling uh, uh, thing for me to, to come to SSDP um, in order to help build and promote that. And, and fundamentally, when it comes to my work here, it's not about my vision. And that's 
you know, it's an interesting uh, approach that one must take with an organization like SSDP um, because we are grassroots. We are really about making space for students and young people to define their own priorities. And so my vision for SSDP is to build the best possible container for these students to fill with their extraordinary ideas and, and empower that those ideas, empower those individuals, empower those upcoming leaders to do the best work they can to end the drug war. We just had a historic election in a couple ways. How good and bad is this, Betty? How would you characterize the impact of last Tuesday's events on general drug policy and the cannabis reform effort as great advancements were realized, yet we gain an administration that's about as unpredictable as any can think of? Oh, my goodness, Vivian, if this is not the question of the day, I don't know what is. Um, a couple of things are a couple of things are abundantly clear. The first is that we are going to have to fight incredibly hard to protect the gains that have been made against mass incarceration, against civil liberties, um, or excuse me, the gains that have been made for um, um, ending mass incarceration and in, in support of civil liberties. Um, and in terms of, uh, you know, the, in general, the, the health supports for drug users, um, that have been realized under the Obama administration. You know, when we look at, at what the Obama administration has done for drug policy from an entirely nonpartisan perspective, right? Like SSDP is a nonpartisan organization. Um, but it is undeniable that the Obama administration has made advances that go far beyond what we might have expected. And they've happened in some really interesting ways. You know, we don't have, um, you know, the, the, the uh, dismantling of the CSA or something extraordinary like that. But what we do have is, um, you know, Michael Botticelli, uh, in, instead of a, 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 a law enforcement officer defining the nation's drug pri priorities. And Michael Botticelli, as we all know, is a treatment professional who was uh, in a chaotic relationship with substances himself. H historically, that role has always been filled by a law enforcement officer. We have extraordinary efforts to grant clemency to people who have been imprisoned for criminally long periods of time uh, for drug-related charges that simply either who have been released and there are many thousands more who would also fit that category. Um, we have the Affordable Care Act, which, you know, by many accounts was the most sweeping drug policy reform that ever introduced uh, since the beginning of the war on drugs, uh, which provides uh, mental health and substance use treatment just like any other kind of medical uh, treatment. And so we have to assume that a lot of those advances are under threat. Um, we have a Congress that just uh, earlier this year finally reinstated funding for syringe exchange, federal funding for syringe exchange. And that's a um, an issue that's under threat, especially if Mike Pence is the person in charge, you know, on uh, that, on that, on that thought. And we have about two minutes before the break. America's experienced an unprecedented degree of opioid addiction and overdose with new harm reduction approaches being explored, like you've mentioned, such as anti-overdose medications, Narcan or Naloxone, safe injection sites, needle exchange, etc. What's SSDP's policy position on opioid drugs? How should we approach op opioids policy-wise? So we we ascribe to the same sort of broad sweeping policies that uh, that other 
harm reduction uh, uh, drug policy advocates do. Um, availability of safe injection facilities, availability of clean needles, broad availability of naloxone. Um, we even recommend that uh, folks who are receiving prescription opioids over, uh, from their pharmacist are requesting a prescription for naloxone in the home because it's not just illicit drug users who are suffering from opioid overdose. Um, uh, the availability of alternative non-abstinence-based treatments or treatments where abstinence is one of many options, but substitution treatment should be acknowledged as a viable option for folks. Um, and generally, you know, when we're talking about our work at SSTP and what we're doing, um, you know, we're reshaping the way that people think about drugs and drug users. So taking a, a more holistic and healthful approach to drug use and drug misuse, um, it's starting with education and evidence-based um, prevention uh, that that is really not based in fear, but based in reality. Um, and all of the mounting evidence that we have about how and why people end up trapped in um, you know, uh, in circumstances with drugs where they are no longer in control, we are advocates for evidence-based approaches, hands down. I am speaking with Betty Aldworth of Students for Sensible Drug Policy. We're going to take our first quick break. Here, a pause for the cause because there's flaws and laws. Come right back after <laughs> word from our sponsors and advertisers and take this mantle up again. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show. January 31st and February 1st at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Register now at www.seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. The NCIA Seed the Sale Show, the largest cannabis business event to be held in Denver, will host over 2,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations and technology in cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the Canavation and Canatech Awards. Register before November 22nd for $200 savings at seedtosaleshow.com. Use the code RADIO15 for an additional 15% off. Plan your experience now for the NCIA Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st. Seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. Cannabis legalization efforts are increasing competition for businesses wanting to make it big. In this complex and fast-changing environment, only the savviest will survive. What are you going to do to stay ahead of the game? Enter New Frontier's free platform, Equio, the premier business intelligence, visualization, and marketing platform for the cannabis industry. With Equio, you can stay on top of your store's sales, trends, and competition, Better understand your seasonality and broader sales trends? 
identify and compare your top products and categories, and cross-buying opportunities. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. That's EQUIO.io to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. We don't limit how much you smoke, and we don't limit where you listen. Cannabis Radio is now on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Cannabis Radio with Betty Aldworth from Students for Sensible Drug Policy. Betty, you have written, Students for Sensible Drug Policy neither condones nor condemns drug use. We acknowledge that people use drugs regardless of prohibition and that drugs are the best are best managed through public health measures and regulatory frameworks, not the criminal justice system. Is that a worthy way of saying that you're for harm reduction, that people are going to do drugs, so let's have the most sensible policies about them that don't do more harm than the drugs do themselves? Absolutely. I mean, listen, for those for those listeners who are unfamiliar with the the notion of harm reduction, which I hope is very few, um, I'd, I'd like to just say a few words about it. You know, first of all, harm reduction is something that we approach in every aspect of our day-to-day lives. We drive cars and cars are really dangerous. So we have seatbelts and we have airbags. We ride bikes and bikes are really dangerous. So we put on helmets. I don't understand why we are in denial about the fact that people use drugs. People have always used drugs. People are always going to use drugs. And the best thing that we can do is make sure that while that is happening for them, they are kept safe. And there are a billion different arguments for this that we could be making around, you know, the fact that most people age out of chaotic drug use um, as opposed to uh, maintain it. The fact that the vast majority of drug users, um, whether it's uh, cannabis or another, you know, uh, I'm making air quotes and I want to be really clear that this is not a term I ascribe to, but hard drugs, you know, those scary drugs that we think of as, um, you know, in, in the D.A.R.E. framework, like no matter what the drug is, there is an answer in harm reduction that helps keep people alive, that makes sure that they are not exposed to the most dangerous aspects of those drugs, which are usually fundamentally about their prohibition. If people understood what they were using, if people didn't have to be fearful of adulterated substances, if they knew that they could inject in a safe facility with a clean needle, any of these different approaches and all of them combined result in a safer experience for the drug user and for the community around them. Yes, we subscribe to so very strongly and we apply that to every bit of our work. So... Let's celebrate those victories that we just had with cannabis uh, policy. <laughs> how 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 stunning! It, you know, it's funny as far as the media goes. I think there'd be huge stories about this amazing victory of the pot if the Trump uh, election wasn't so controversial. How how big is this? What are we missing? Oh man, I you know I I think it's not just the media that's um, not really fully absorbing the the enormity of the situation. I have to say I've been uh, 
challenged personally to really appreciate the 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 degree to which we are at an inflection point. As we need have to I. take we need I, to take I, a I, moment. I hardly had time to reflect on it. Yeah, right. Because it's it's there's so much else that's happening in this space, right? No matter how it is that you might feel about um our you know political moment, um, there's a lot going on here that we need to be aware of and paying attention to, especially when it comes to um, drug policy issues beyond cannabis. So, first, acknowledging that our you know our friends in Arizona are going to be um, still subjected to um, you know the harshest penalties in the nation. Um, and it is a, a incredible shame that they were that Arizona is not able to at this point celebrate this win with us. Um, it is without question a win that I think many of us who have been doing this for a long time uh, never could have imagined. This is a I, I don't know if I can curse on your show, Vivian, but it's a BFD. Um, well, you can say it's a big fucking deal. It's a big fucking deal. We're on the internet, Betty. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, it's a big fucking deal. And, and you know, like it demonstrates, uh, Tom Angel pointed out that in, in many states, um, you know, marijuana legalization and, and access for medical use is far more popular than any candidate uh, that, that ran. Um, you know, we've got a, a situation where the vast majority of Americans are in support of medical cannabis. Um, many, 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 a, a slimmer majority, but still very substantial majority, uh, which we don't see on almost any other issue at 60% is in support of adult use. Um, and among young people, 80% of people under the age of 30 are in support of legal of legal marijuana. So, so taking that all into consideration, yeah. do you think that the Trump uh, administration is going to look at those numbers and look at the tax revenues and the momentum? you think they're going to try to dismantle it? I don't think so. Well, listen, I don't know that I feel all that comfortable predicting what the Trump administration is going to do. We're getting a well, lot yeah. of yeah, who right would? Now, right? So a couple of things. We've got, you know, talk of Rudy Giuliani heading up the Department of Justice. And Giuliani is a is a certainly um, yeah. an enemy of our movement um, and an, an enemy of the marijuana industry. And we're going to have to, you know, keep a close eye on how that how that appointment turns out. Um, we have a, a, a number of people in the, who are uh, being appointed to, are likely to be appointed to roles that would indicate that it's going to be more difficult from a federal perspective. And we have a Congress that represents more states than ever before with um, uh, some form of legal marijuana. So I think that, you know, there might be some, uh, some advocating for, um, you know, a crackdown, but I don't think that it's politically tenable. And I think that we might actually see some advancements around taxes and some other issues for the industry, even if we don't see uh, much in the way of criminal justice um, for those of us who are concerned about that issue. And... I actually just got a message on my phone that it looks like Peter Thiel is being tapped for some sort of official role. I haven't had, I haven't even had a chance to look into it. Um, but as we all know, Peter Thiel is a major cannabis investor. I think that these folks are going to look at the, the, and the tax revenue opportunity to see much in the way of, of course, our work. Um, for a reason that many of us have been doing this work for, you know, for you, Vivian, for and I, and, um, 
we're going to have to make sure that we're protecting the people still. We only have about two minutes before our next break. What are call nine one? Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing laws that make sure that when someone is experiencing an overdose from alcohol or another drug, um, their friends can call for help without hesitation uh, and for um, uh, punishment, either legal or academic sanctions. So one of the really difficult things for someone who's... um, for for a group of people, if a person is with them is experiencing an overdose, is figuring out is it okay to call the police? Is it police, and risk our, you know, livelihoods, our freedom, our academics, our, um, our our lives, uh, in many ways, to call for help when this person, you know, m- maybe they'll pull through. And this is a this is a, a a question that a lot of people ask themselves on college campuses. All over the country, every single weekend. Good Samaritan 911 provisions say that if somebody calls for help, neither the person, the best say that if somebody calls for help, neither the person calling for help nor the person experiencing the overdose are going to receive any sanctions, um, academic or legal, um, in, in that case. And it saves countless lives every single year. Okay, I am speaking with Betty Aldworth. We're going to take our second break. Hear another word from our sponsors and advertisers. Come right back for our final question. Time to roll out for the people that let us hem present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants, healthy people. SansalCBD.com. Improve your lifestyle naturally. Everyone deserves the medicine they need. Aaron's Premium CBD Essentials and CBD Nectar products are made from plant-based organic ingredients, grown and processed in the United States. Our unique formula of coconut oil and coconut water, infused with CBD oil, is ideal for all skin types and provides maximum relief. Aaron's Essentials was formulated by 9-11 First Responder and Stage 4 Cancer Survivor Aaron Sieber. As a cannabis connoisseur, Aaron began making and using his own lab-tested medicinal cannabis products to help relieve the side effects of his rigorous cancer treatments. Visit www.cannosaurbrands.com for more information on Aaron's Essentials and learn how you can pay it forward. That's C-A-N-N-A-I-S-S-E-U-R brands.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Legal to listen to all over the world. 
We're just not sure about France. Cannabisradio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio for our final segment with Betty Aldworth from Students for Sensible Drug Policy. Betty, how can people find out more about or better join SSDP? Yeah, so um, you can go to our website, ssdp.org, and learn about the various types of campaigns that we're working on or where we have chapters. Um, Vivian, at the top of the show, you mentioned that uh, about two and a half years uh, now we have more than 300. We have students activated on campuses in 16 countries and 46 U.S. Um, and we've got folks working on policy change initiatives from, you know, cannabis policy reform to uh, actually working on implementing, um, you know, injection uh working with folks on uh, these this growing movement for safe injection facilities and um, you know drug checking for party drugs and uh, you know any kind of drug policy that you can imagine as well as the various intersecting issues around uh, you know um, immigration around uh, criminal justice around civil liberties around uh, you know, the, the current state of, uh, you know, the, the, the ways that the drug war has fed um, or is, and is fed by uh, racist structures in our society. Like all of these things are addressed through the SSDP network in some really interesting ways. And I encourage anyone who is compelled by that notion and compelled by the idea of young people defining our conversation moving forward around drugs uh, to check us out at ssdp.org. If you are yourself a student or a young person, you don't actually have to be a student necessarily to join an SSDP chapter for young people to be in whether or not they are a student. And we also recognize that many young people have been divorced from the opportunity for education uh, because of a drug-related reason and a drug prohibition-related reason. And we want to make room for those folks, too, within the SSDP network. So visit our website, find your nearest chapter. Uh, you figure out what they're up to, see if there's a way for you to get engaged, or, you know, we try our darndest to provide our network with all of the resources that they need, and even a gift of just $5 means that we can send some more stickers out there to, uh, uh, to a campus um, and get the word out uh, the, and, you know, hopefully start making some sense around drug policy. So you can do all of those things on our website at ssdp.org. Betty Aldworth, you're awesome. Thank you so much for speaking at Seattle Hemp Fest in the past and again for being on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio and for all your great work. Hempy trails to you. Oh, and to you, Vivian. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. You can bet. Goodbye. Now I want to get to a weekly feature, Hemp Present on CannabisRadio.com, and that's the quote of the week, and here it is. When it gets down to having to use violence, then you are playing the system's game. The establishment will irritate you, pull your beard, flick your face to make you fight. Because once they've got you violent, then they know how to handle you. The only thing they don't know how to handle is nonviolence and humor. And those are the immortal words of John Lennon. 
That concludes this installment here presented on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank my man Brasco in the control room and all of the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and take it easy. Don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Planets, performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! THC! Sweet sativa! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.